Welcome, welcome on board. And um, okay, good afternoon, everybody out there. Okay, welcome to another session of City Music Live, where we bring you great music, interview, and awesome guests. All right, so thank you for tuning in. And today is going to be a very interesting session because we have a group of uh, very special guests. And um, okay, so uh, before we start, just a little bit of introduction uh, for those who join us for the first time. Okay, today we are live streaming from Singapore, City Music, our Facebook uh, City Music, and also Malaysia. So that's our, our subsidiary in, in Malaysia, CK Music. So please like and share, bring in your friends, and uh, we're going to have a very nice, uh, interesting uh, musical session uh, later on. And of course, our friends in Malaysia are going through MCO now, so let's hope everybody is safe and sound over there. And uh, since you guys are all going to be locked at home in Malaysia, so I think it's not, not all, uh, I think it's uh, certain states I, I, we, we hear from the news. And so I guess it's a perfect opportunity for us today to uh, learn from these gurus here to make some music at home, right? Let's yes. work at home, create at home, play at home. Um, okay, so today's main focus would be Ableton. So uh, we do understand from uh, uh, earlier on from uh, Ben and Shafiq that uh, we do have a, a Ableton user group, uh, official Ableton user group for Singapore, and of course many different regions. So um, we could not, uh, because of the COVID-19, the, the, the meeting has sort of been challenged. Yeah. Right, so um, I think uh, when, when we had this this discussion to to hold us uh, turn it into online meeting, why not? And I think it's it's also perfect opportunity for you guys to to bring in, uh, give us a sneak preview of what uh, everybody is actually anticipating. Uh, for those who are already using Ableton ten, and uh, eleven is coming. Yeah. Uh, when you know. Anybody's I have no guess. idea. No, anybody's <laughs> guess. <laughs> okay. And uh, so today, our audience will be first time ever uh, having our official, officially certified Ableton trainers from Singapore and Indonesia to run us through all the new features, all the exciting uh, stuff that Ableton 11 has, is, is, is going to be offering to us. So um, let's, before we, we I, I I pass on the, the show to our the main gurus today. Let me just uh, uh, take a little bit of uh, time to introduce uh, our Ableton Titans today. Okay, <laughs> as, as mentioned, they are our only official, officially certified Ableton trainers right, in Singapore and Malaysia. So let's start with Singapore first. Uh, ben Ang, on my right here. Um, a round of applause. <laughs> okay, um, Ben Ang, it's an Ben Ang is an electronic musician, okay. Don't mind me, I've got to read from the script because it's really a handful of uh, things to really talk about all these uh, trainers here, right? Uh, electronic musician, one half of synth pop remix duo Cosmic Armchair, which many of us know this amazing group that uh, brought lots of music, uh, nice, nice uh, tunes and, and EDM music. He's uh, a music production instructor, principal tutor at Electronic Music Lab, or known as EML at NUS. National University of Singapore. Uh, he teaches electronic music production and performance with Ableton Live, Ableton Push, and Max for Live. So through his teaching career, Ben has helped thousands of students on their electronic music journeys, 
many of whom have gone on to release their own music and launch professional music careers in Singapore and beyond. He is a published recording artist himself as being produced uh, as producer behind Singapore-based duo Cosmic Armchair, who are signed to European record label Alpha Matrix. That's that's something. All right, so a round of applause for Ben. Woo! Ooh. Actually, we should have the the the, the clapping sound. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Anyway, our our, our crew, uh, Jace, who's managing our live stream behind, is 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 wearing multiple hats. Very busy now. Okay. So our next guest, which is also Ableton certified trainer in Singapore, Shafiq Halid, or known as Shafiq. Yes. Sound designer, electronic artist, and the first and youngest Ableton certified trainer based no more in youngest, Singapore. Man. No more youngest. <laughs> okay. After successfully passing the Ableton Certified Training Program in Hong Kong, he launched Great Culture to share his experience in life with like-minded individuals and promote music technology as a creative tool. With a passion for exploring and experimenting with various sound elements to create unique sonic experiences, Shafiq has immersed himself in a wide variety of performances and projects. These projects include collaboration with Boomi Collective, as a sound designer for M1 Singapore Fringe Festival 2020, oh, and a poetry and sound performance Alchemy by Moongazers at the Art Science Museum. Wow, these these are all big, big, big stuff, huh? Uh, anyway, Ben and Shafiq, uh, if you have been following our Facebook and uh, live streams, they have actually appeared in our one of our live stream performances last year, uh, together with another Ableton user, K, and they actually had a very nice, uh, amazing uh, live session with yeah. Ableton Live. Live with Live. Okay, that's 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 a mouthful here. So right in this corner, actually, and uh, if you if you do have, uh, you know, do do check out in our past stream, and uh, you can actually see their amazing performance. Our next guest, which uh, um, Ben and Shafiq will bring on later, um, is Lawrence. Lawrence Phillip is an award-winning producer, DJ, sound designer, and educator based in Jakarta, Indonesia. Okay, uh, Lawrence has released music under various different aliases since 2000 and has worked with some of the Indonesia's top artists, including Marcel, Aura Kase, Vicky Shu, Kripik Pudis, United by Haircuts and Yako. His work with Yako has netted him AMI Awards. That's the Indonesian equivalent to Grammys. Wow. Um, okay, nomination and best, best dance track at Indonesia's Paranoia Award. Lawrence is also part of Java Bass Sound System, a pioneering drum and bass collective from Jakarta, Indonesia. Lawrence started teaching sound design for film uh, and television at SAE Indonesia in 2014 and took over its electronic music production program in 2015. Uh, his expertise includes sound design, synthesis, sampling, live performance, arrangement, arra advanced production, and other related subjects. He is currently the lead instructor for the electronic music production and also the first and only Ableton certified trainer in Indonesia. He currently performs and releases music as Lawrence Phillip and his other alias, Random. Whew. Let's take a breath. That's a that's yeah, a man. Lot. That's a really long <laughs> intro, guys. Okay, well, so uh, before I actually pass on the the show to uh, because I'm not the main show, I'm not the main star of the show at all. So I'm just here to to sneak in and and uh, do a little bit of introduction. Uh, we also will be having Ableton promotion right now. 
Um, do check out our website, citymusic.com.sg. Uh, if you're in Singapore, CK Music, you're in Malaysia. Uh, we're having 20% off Ableton 10 and free upgrade to e Ableton 11 when it's available. You want to know when it's available? You can ask these two guys, okay? Um, check out our website. <laughs> All right, so uh, if you're into, if you're thinking of getting the next uh, Ableton Push 2 or any of the Ableton software, um, uh, do check out our website. Now it's the time to get because uh, even if Ableton 11 is not released yet, uh, you're going to get it. And yeah. plus, you buy 20% off Ableton 10 right now. So you're going to get a free upgrade. Basically, if you buy Live 10 now, mm -hmm. you'll get 11 for sure. Yeah. Yep. Guaranteed. So I think without further ado, you know, okay, so how, how are you guys? Ben and Great. And Thanks so much, Yinglong. Welcome back to our show. Thank you very much for having us here. We're really glad to we be here. We are so honored to have uh, Ableton Titans today. Wow, I, Titans <laughs> is a very big uh, thing to live up to, man. Huge name. And uh, thanks so much for having us here. We are very grateful to you and to City Music for hosting us. And we had really been, as you said, uh, the Ableton User Group Singapore had been a bit uh, homeless since so many venues have closed. But And also because of all the restrictions, it's difficult to meet. But... We're very grateful that City Music has such a great setup for live streaming and so generous in letting us use your space Definitely. and your resources and your skilled people like Jace, yourself <laughs> to introduce. So thanks so much. Uh, just one question before I leave, leave you guys. I've always been wondering, you know, um, being a certified Ableton trainer, what, what's it like? Is it, is it like uh, more difficult than, than A-levels, uh, uh, university? <laughs> I like. <laughs> I want Ben to answer this. He got a perfect definition of how rigorous and tough the process is or was. So, I want to. I want Ben go ahead, man. Check this out. You you're asking me to do that because you saw the post that I made yeah. on social media the day after the exam, right? I said it's the toughest Ableton certified trainer is the toughest exam I've taken in my life, including law school. Yep. Because okay, I'm the first certified trainer. So when everyone came to me and asked me about the experience, I told them I got very bad panic attacks, anxiety attacks, want to give up halfway. The story is not that great compared to Ben. So I'm like, that's it. I, I told you guys, it's really no, tough. And this guy, I mean, he, with, you know, at the age that you actually did it, I really take my hat the off youngest, to you. Right? The youngest, right? The youngest You had the, 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 the courage or the maybe... The, the foolhardiness to go and try it, man. Then you did it. So good. Thank you. Blessed. Well, anyway, congratulations, you guys. And I think it's 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 salute respect to you guys for for being a certified uh, Ableton trainer. Thank you. Uh, if any of you out there wants to be like them, um, send them a private message later. Um, maybe you for a start, you can go through uh, training with them first. <laughs> they are they they can train you guys up. And okay, so uh, before I pass on the mic uh, or the show to our Ableton trainers, and welcome again. If you just join us, uh, do like and share, and uh, get your other friends to come in. We're gonna have a very nice session of uh, Ableton live uh, music production and and insights to the new Ableton Eleven. All right, so I would actually uh, pass it on. I'm gonna sneak out here. All right, I don't want to get in the way, and I'll pass it to Ben and Shafiq and Thank later you, Lawrence. All right. Thank you very much. And we are really, really, really happy to be here. And a lot of support from City Music Singapore. So thanks again for having us here. And as Ableton Certified Trainers, the our focus really is to provide education on Ableton Life. 
So we really want to share and how it's going to be useful for you in your music production, in your music performance. And when we saw Ableton Live 11 coming and we were exposed to all the different features in it, we were very excited because there are so many things that can really be used to enhance the way we produce music and perform music. So we're just going to take a little while to go through some of these things. I'm going to go through some of the new instruments and devices and packs. And Shafiq's going to go through the new audio effects. Some of the audio effects. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he can't go through you can't all go of through them. all, man. Yeah. We were talking of the other day that we were here, right? With When we did the live stream. And there will be a link to the other show in the notes, show notes later or in the comments. Uh, we had such a great time. We were here for two hours. But today, it's not two hours, guys. Don't worry. We are only going to be here for an hour. Yeah, shout out to Jace. He's the guy that uh, helped us to troubleshoot and made all these beautiful layouts. Including... Watching and listening. Yeah. So, yeah. Including getting Lawrence in from Indonesia. The good exactly. Screen. So, I want to welcome all the people from the Ableton User Group Singapore who are here. Glad to see you in the chat. And also to our friends from overseas, Claire Marie Lim, who is based in the U.S., Yep. Ed, who is based in Hong Kong. Guys, thanks for joining in. And um, and we have a whole bunch. Maybe just help us scroll. We're just going to like give a shout out to all the people who came here. Digit. Lo Logendran. Logendran is... My student. Logendran, hi. Hi, Logan. Brandon, hi. Um, Rice, hi. DJ Soy, hi. Nasrul. Gerard, hi. Um, okay. Amirul, Hi. Alvin, how do you join the Ableton User Group Singapore? Just go to our Facebook group and click request to join. Yeah, Gerard just shared a link there. Thank you, Gerard. Thank you, Gerard. This is the community we have. Yeah, man. This is good community, right? Don't need to wait on us. Hi, Elliot. Good to see you. Valerie's got a question. Wow, we started questions. Do you get Max for demo. Life with the upgrade? If your version, you can always upgrade to the version with Max for Life. It is the suite that has Max for Life. That's right. The full version. And yes, yes, Ananda, from the Dhaka Ableton user group, as part of the Ableton Asia link, which is the joint between Singapore, KL, and Dhaka. Dhaka. We are happy to also welcome the Dhaka Ableton user group to us. Thank Ananda, you for thank joining. You. Thank you. Hi, Raven. Hi, Giles. Hey, Giles, good to see you. Uh, Raven is somewhere about 12 a.m. Oh, Raven, where are you? There. Where are you all? Coming from Ed, of course, Hong Kong. Raven, where are you? Okay. I have to warn you, I get easily distracted. So I'm going to take <laughs> you about 15 minutes to show you what a new features of Ableton Live can do for you. Uh, but along the way, if something happens in the chat, which is really interesting, I'm sure either Shafiq or I will say hi to you. Yep. Now, one of the things that we have is, let's share the screen that I have. We have new packs and new instruments, and new devices. And to me, telling you that there's new stuff is one thing, but I want to show you how you can put together a piece of music with it. And so for this, let me clear this space up. I have actually gone into the thing called the Chop and Swing Pack. This Chop and Swing Pack is available in Live 10, but it's been updated for Live 11. So you find new things. So you find a demo song, you find more MIDI clips, like an accompaniment clips now. 
And I'm going to drag this accompaniment clip here because straight away, there's notes and there's instrument. So you see the notes are all there. This is something in B minor. And already you see that, wow, there's something interesting, right? There is a new button called the scale button. The scale button allows me to see only the notes which are in scale. What scale? Here I've chosen in the bottom left corner B minor because we're in B minor. And this is going to be useful in a little while. So when I've got this loop running, it gives a nice sound. So can you all hear? Can you hear all the way from Chicago, Illinois, where Raven is? <laughs> That's nice. That's You've got sets of chords there. Let's see what we can do with this piano, which they provided. And we look in the bottom uh, left corner. You see there's an additional little icon, which looks like a camera to take snapshots. See? How come? Well... You look at the eight macro knobs here, and here I'm going to loop the music. As I click on randomize, I'm going to be able to actually randomize the position of these knobs. Ooh, I like that. It sounds like a lo-fi sound. Let me click new, and I've got one variation one. Let's try another one. Ooh. This one not so. I'll do another one. These two, these two washed out. I like this. I'm going to create another one. Okay, two variations. Random again. Two washed out. Ah, this is a nice swirly one. here on the device, you will see that now the instruments have a diagram to show you what is actually happening for the instrument because this is actually an instrument which simulates the hammer and the tines and the fork of and the damper of a piano. So as we randomize, different settings will change. Nice, bright one. I'm going to save this. So basically now I can just jump from any one of these. I want to do the more washed out sound. So immediately, yes, Nicholas, that is amazing. This is a very nice lo-fi-ish kind of sound. I'm going to now drop in from the same pack, which is a chop and swing pack. I'm going to drop in a drum clip. In the MIDI clips, the drums, I'll try a basic one. Let me go down to Full Lotus. Okay, I like this. It's got an entire beat there, right? So I can actually... I could actually edit the beat, change the beat if I wanted to. 
okay. I can also do the same thing by putting on the snapshot button. I'm now going to do different snapshots. First, I'm going to save this original one because I like this original one. Then I'm going to randomize these settings. Now, these settings are also all controllable in your push. So right away, straight on my push with the four that I have, right? The, sorry, the eight knobs that I have. Automatically, I can go to the first one and I'm going to be changing the filter. I can actually play along this just I can play the drum kit a sound of the drum kit let's randomize a bit more well this is a bit nice every time I like something I just click new Ooh, this is really low 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 five it's good for break man yeah Ooh. what is that and the nice thing about randomization is that you will end up with sounds that you would not normally get. Because, you know, like this, would I naturally have looked for this sound? Yeah, as Ed calls it, instant inspiration. And DJ Soyside is a dedicated, dedicated button for random, which is Lawrence. <laughs> That's a nice I one. see what you did there. Yeah, Nicholas, instant lo-fi. Okay, let's get back to the to the original sound. I'm going to put in now a new a sound called the Lo-Fi FM EP. With this Lo-Fi FM EP, I'm now going to put in notes. I will take here, I'll create, insert a empty MIDI clip. So I've got an anti-midi clip here. I want to add in notes. But how do I know the notes that I add in are going to work? Maybe I need to make sure they're all in the scale of B minor since the original chord progression is in B minor. So what I do is I switch on scale. Scale. B. Let's take a melodic minor. And now... Because this scale button is on, I will only ever click notes which are in D minor. Everything that I click from here on is in D minor. So, okay. I 
And if I want to make this sound more lo-fi-ish, again, I go back to this, Elder. Everything is in B minor. If I want to go back to original sound. There are other packs. The other packs that are new are this one called the Mood New. The mood view is sound with mood. Very good for a soundtrack. I'm going to take this sound called the Copper Bells. And this one you can see they've already created a whole bunch of different variations. But just play. can hear that that really moody sound that I really like is the voice box and this one has actual voices in it let's bring in this voice called the chromatic voices Veronica the name of the people so again I'm going to use the scale Every note that I play But one of the things about a voice is that you don't want it to be too regular. When you hear it and you hear that it's very flat, no human being sounds like that. So what you want to do is that you look at this velocity. You see the velocity here? And I can randomize it as well. Velocity is the intensity by which the note is hit. If I had used my fingers to hit it, and it will also affect how loud or soft. So now you see that it's all gone random. further 
which is I'm going to recreate one empty MIDI clip where it is where I'm just going to have non-stop notes but I'm going to make it random what's the probability that these notes actually play It is random whether the note is going to be played or not. It creates a rhythm of its own. The last thing I want to share is a set of Max for Live devices. Max for Live is a programming language that's available to live that allows people to develop additional instruments, additional audio effects, additional everything. And in this series called Inspired by Nature by Dylan Baston, There is this thing that she's got all kinds of interesting things. This one is built on a tree. lo-fi beat just made in 15 minutes with all the new with some of the new devices in Ableton Live 11. If you'd like to find out more, please do ask in the chat and do contact us also ben, very can, heavy. Ben, can you share the, those packs? Can you just give a shout out at the name of the packs? So the, it's really good, man. The first pack that I showed was the updated Chop and Swing. The second one that I showed was the Mood Reel. Mm. The third one that I showed was the Voice Box, which is all about voices. And there's even one with vocal chops in it. So I haven't even gotten to the vocal chops, yeah, which is something that's very uh, popular in pop and EDM right now. And finally, the Inspired by Dylan Baston set of devices, which is audio effects, MIDI effects, instruments. Some of it, I mean, it's really... I think we're still exploring how it works. Yeah, definitely, man. Some of it is like spectral, don't know whatever, this move time shift, like going to space time. It's really like traveling into another dimension. The only reason why Ben is saying that because there's too many good stuff, devices coming up uh, in Life 11. Yes, and, oh yes, and Ying Lung says, amazing, can't wait to get his hands on 11. They're wondering, how come these guys get a copy? Well, we're part of the beta testing. Yeah. So this is beta 23. And I also have to let you know that because it's beta, so if anything happens to our com in the middle of this show, don't worry, betas <laughs> are like that. And also, if 
anything uh if what you see in the final release of 11 then might be slightly different maybe the one knob right instead of turning what what is like five pixels to the left don't don't come and complain <laughs> okay because beta is like that maybe they found that after the beta you know if you move the knob like three pixels to the right then it will be better yeah so yeah inspired by nature you guys love it great can't wait to upgrade great shout out to easy musa he's uh coming from straight from malaysia excellent um, producer music director and compose i mean uh, producer for like artists like yuna keyboardist for like bang face or something is my hero man all right thank you for checking out this live thanks stream thanks for coming into our stream fantastic yeah. now Ah, Brian, you want to know whether there's a way to smoothly transition between macro variations? Yes. Okay, let me show you just this quickly before I hand over to Shafiq. So here in the Lotus, let's take just the Lotus kit. So when I click on this variation, why did I wait until the thing was ending? Okay. And I can record it, uh, by the way, I can record it. So let's record it. So you see what I'm doing? I'm clicking on the little buttons and if we click the automation, we will see that all of this has been recorded. Every change has been recorded so I can play it back. So I hope that answers your question, Brian. Wow. Over thank to Shafiq. Shafiq is going to really take us through some fascinating stuff. He's a great sound designer. Ah, I'm looking forward thank you. To thank it. you, Ben. I'm really inspired. Like just watching the show, like 15 minutes, legit lo-fi there. Using all the packs. I'm really amazed by, by all that new features there. So thanks again, Ben. That's amazing. I'm inspired also. So what I'm going to do now, I'm going to take over from Ben. I'm going to explain uh a couple of audio effects uh, new audio effects from live 11 so the intention on how i'm going to demonstrate uh the device the devices basically i'm a sound designer what i love to do is i'm going to get random samples any random found objects loops one shot throw them in audio effects and keep on messing around be dirty with the audio effects and then resample that reuse that and then so that's my workflow and i'm going to start now by uh, showing what do I mean by explore, exploring with all these different sounds and then going to reproduce with different mood, different texture, and then use it again in your music. Uh, the first audio effects or new device that I'm going <clears throat> to introduce is called Hybrid Reverb. So at home, I gathered a um, few samples here. Um, some of them are like very basic drum loop like this. And let me off the Hybrid Reverb. I can even delete now. 
So it's really easy to, it's really fair and easy to use uh, drum loop for a reverb. So it's under reverb and resonance. As you can see, Live 11 um, put a different way to categorize their instrument, I mean, their devices here. So back then, when you open up audio effects, like fruit, everything is all there, but now they categorize it. It's really good for beginner because audio effects is really uh, a very deep topic to talk about. But then live helps us to categorize by what is EQing and filters, audio effects so falls under dynamics, you know, like compression and everything. So it's really good here. The layout is different in Live 11. So hybrid reverb, it's here. Okay. I will drag this out now into my drum track and immediately I'm going to just audition the different samples that I've gathered now. So take a look. Very old school 1969 drum here. The next one. Half a bar loop. A rim shot or rim knock with a snare. Okay, so I think at the moment I want to use something like... Okay, let's use the first one. <laughs> let me decide now, okay? So, let me explain to you what is hybrid reverb. Basically, uh, they're using algorithm and convolution here, as you can see. And there's also only algorithm and it blurs out the left side. So the left side is only the convolution reverb and the right side is algorithm. And basically what is convolution? Uh, they're just taking or emulates uh, sounds in real life environment or spaces, or they could use this IR, stands for impulse responses. So for example, if you really love your mom's toilet reverb, you can capture that and then just drop that sample in, then we'll calculate and then use the reverb there from the toilet, something like that. So how do I use this for sound design purposes? Uh, let me start with Cyril uh, from left to right. So there's this knob here to control how much you want to send from convolution to the algorithm on the right side. It's pretty easy here. The yellow stands for convolution and the right side stands for uh, the algorithm. So let me just play around with this. And I can even change a different type of IR here. So I, I want to use like maybe real places. It's amazing there. And then if I go half, the blending from convolution to algorithm there. And let me put 100% dry wet. You can only hear the reverb result. Okay. So how am I supposed to use this, right? Uh, I really love the pre-delay because there's a bit sync mode here, like this. You can hear that. Uh, I feel the pre-delay is really amazing, especially with the bit uh, sync here because it's like uh, immediately we feel that someone is playing a syncopation together with you. It creates another pattern. Okay. All right. 
let me just go a bit easier here. Alright, let me choose another form of IR. Okay there, get adjust. Right now let me use this. I'm gonna use the parallel. Mix both the reverb. And I can also choose a different angle rhythm mode here. So what I did here switch only to the algorithm side now because the knob is totally off on the left side and it's now on the algorithm 100% here we off in a algorithm basic stuff the number of uh, the size the decay how long you want the reverb to sustain the DM so the frequency Adjust. Also, mono contability um, for the low frequency is really good here because I'm using the drums with the multi frequencies happening. So, what I'm going to do here, I'm going to freeze the reverb, right? Put it to 100% or refill it. Change the algorithm mode. Let's create them. You can get this kind of stuff. So if I press this, this button, you still get the coming signal like this. down or off the freeze so how do i use this in my music so for example i want to drop both of the effects here right all right let me get a change a different mode okay use this button Is my weapon. All the way wet. Right, and then let's use this to do crazy sound effects. We do dark hall. Let's freeze it. So another application would be this. 
let me show a very quick way to route the signal, right? I'm using the dry and wet idea here. Okay, let me off the feedback here. Like that, and unfreeze it. Okay, I'm going to open up a new audio track. And then, for this new audio track, I'll get the audio from whatever signal that I just manipulate and then blend them together. So coming from the drums, right? So, I'm going to record arm this. And let's record whatever I did here. I'm going to play this. And stop. So what I'm going to do here, I'm going to off this hybrid reverb from the drums and let's blend them together. I can reduce the original signal. Or I can even add another hybrid reverb on top of that signal that I just recorded. And then mess around again. Maybe this time I want to go with only the rhythm. Sorry, the composition, my bad. So, it's a whole different approach of how I use this kind of reverb. Okay, what if I'm going to use for non, um, with, for non percussive sound? Let's say, let me delete this guy. Oh, it's okay, I shall leave it. Here, I have a synth, so I'm going to drop hybrid reverb on the synth. Let's play this. Right, this is a, this I want to EQ them, but this time I want to use parallel again. Quickly toggle different parameters. I love the pre delay, like I said. Feedback, drive, mono in, change the video rhythm mode. Oh, I can again freeze it again. These are the things I love to use. Uh, so far, is there any question coming up? Graphic, that is amazing that we just one, just two channels and that one audio effect. You have really gone deep into the new hybrid reverb, and that's not even touching the other <laughs> audio effects. Which for example, could... okay, let me show you like again how to reuse this kind of signal into into musical form. Uh, let me again continue whatever I'm doing. I'm going to record the signal coming from the synth. So now audio from the synth. Put it back. Record, right? So let me get the right sound that I want first. Put it back. Okay, so let's say I want to... 
long and it's nice. I'm gonna record now whatever I'm doing. Here. Oops. Freeze, but it's on. So let me record now. And maybe I decided to freeze. Oh, sorry. This is here. The wrong track, my bad. Freezing now. Hundred percent. This is my trick. I'll open up simpler. Okay. Oh, actually, I want to use this mono sequencer, my all time favorite uh, Max for Life plugin. This is not new, it's the old one. So just go to mono sequencer. I'm going to type it up here Max for Life. And then just drop onto the MIDI track. And it says a drop instrument or sample here. Whatever I just did there, I just want to drop inside a new. Track that just open up with the mono sequencer and check this out. I will play together with the dry with this synth again. We're gonna bypass the hybrid reverb like this, so it make it original. But this time I want the sequencer to do the dirty work like this. I'm gonna randomize, randomize all velocity, octave. You can see that. What it does here, it will randomize a lot of random notes here and even duration. Do some pitching here. And yep, as, as simple as that, let me do some pitching again. So I can just. I just did a, a sequence here using a reverb. So. I love that and I, like Nicholas says there, mind blown. I really like how you've really gone and now added a lot of other things and made it into a musical application. So yeah. I think that's really, really, really powerful. The tools that are available for sound design and music creation, whether it's soundtrack or whether it's a game development kind of thing that you're going for, that deep atmospheric textures, really good. Yeah, I think... I shall stop my hybrid reverb. Okay. And let's uh, invite Lawrence now. We are so happy to have Lawrence with us. We've been, you know, we've known him as a fellow Ableton certified trainer, but we've been following him on his socials. He's released a lot of very, very good music. And so we were really happy that he's going to be able to share how he worked, created his new single, To Be Loved. Yeah. So... Uh, that's on release. It's available on all plat major platforms. Uh, link available in the show notes later and in the comments. And very happy that not only can he create the music, he can actually explain and show how he does it. Over to you, Lawrence. Hey, what's up, guys? How are you doing? Uh, thank you, guys, for having me here. Um, so right now, I'm just gonna we're just gonna take a look at some uh, my song. So what we're gonna do is we're actually gonna listen to it. Uh, maybe up to the bridge section right around here and then we're going to stop because but uh, and then we'll go through like some of the part where where I actually apply 
uh, Ableton Live 11 in here. But I'm not going to go into detail because uh, Ben and Shafiq pretty much covered everything just now, you know, so, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, so yeah, so we're just going to go through it real quick, but let's just take a listen to my track first. So let's just start here. Have you ever feel the warmest tears? Have you ever missed a sincere smile? Okay, we're just gonna Ooh. listen to it up to that part. Okay, uh-huh. All right. thank you guys. Okay, so let's just take a look uh, before before we get started. Though uh, I just want to talk a little bit about the background of this song. So uh, 
the song is actually inspired by the genre of music that um, I was listening to when I grew up. So just inspired by group like The Bash Mode, Erasure, Eurythmics, and all basically all this great 80s, uh, uh, I wouldn't call it electronic, but I mean, those are the pop music back then, but they're like big inspiration for me, right? And then also another background story about this song is actually, I started this project in Ableton Live 10. Yes, and I'm working with a pretty, pretty old uh, system. Yeah, my, I was, uh, my workstation is actually 10 years old, so it's quite slow. So uh, when I was working on this, uh, on this song, I was really, really struggling with uh, the issue of uh, CPU loads, right? So when uh, Ableton Live 11 come up, I was like, there's this one feature that's it might be simple. It's not anything that's like really, really mind blowing or what whatsoever. But now actually Ableton Live 11, if you notice down here, they have a bunch of like all this thing right here. And that's basically CPU meter that, uh, so, and if you're using like an old computer where like your system constantly hits like 80, 90% right here. Uh, and then usually uh, I'm always struggling with like, okay, which track is the one that's like bogged down my whole track, right? And then now with all this new uh, CPU meter that you can see individually, you can see which track is actually uh, kind of like bogged down your whole uh, set, right? So, so if you notice right here, uh, if you look at my track, uh, this song is basically, you see a lot of them are actually already rendered into WAF. So that's the whole reason why, because when I was working with this, I can easily identify what part is actually uh, bogged down my system. So when I see something that's like right here, it's like loading all the way up to like maybe like three or four LED or even five are on. That means that's the track that's like really, really uh, weighing down on my system. So, and then what I did was I freeze them and then I just flatten them. Um, and that's kind of like uh, having like an old system kind of teach me to kind of like work really, really making commitment when working on the track, you know, uh, because if I don't make that commitment, I can't move on to the next part because my computer just simply can't handle it. And when I did that, and then I ended up making my workflow a lot faster. Yeah, and that's being, and uh, that's uh, uh, Life 11 really make it easier by having all this new CPU meter for each track. Yeah, so that's the first new feature that I find that's like really cool on Live 11. Of course, if you have like fast system, then you're not gonna really need this. But if you're like in an old system, this is really, really awesome and really, really helpful. And also if you're performing live, this is a godsend because, uh, uh, because when you're performing live, you know, the last thing you wanna do is having your system choked up on stage, right? Because that would be like a complete nightmare scenario for all everyone include especially you guys so that way you guys yeah so yeah so having this meter like uh, completely like that way you can like keep an eye on like your system you know and you know exactly if something goes wrong you know exactly where the problem is so you can troubleshoot it right away instead of having to look through your track one by one so that's the first feature that i think is really really awesome in this update and then the next thing is let's take a look at the, my drum. 
right here. Yeah. So my drum, if you look at my drum, it's like it's really weird. Like when I look at, let's take a look at this, the device. You see, like I'm actually muting all this track because uh, what I did is uh, I don't like like processing my drums all in one drum rack. So what I did is actually, if you look at it down here, my drum, a lot of them are actually, I'm routing out my kick drum and snare and my toms into a different audio track and then pulling it up, pulling a signal separately from here. But this is nothing new in here. But I still have my drum rack in here. So let's take a look at my clip right here. Let's just go to this particular part right here. So uh, if we're listening to this part, that would be right here, hold on. Listen to it in this part. And then we're gonna zoom in into this close eye hats. And then let's bring this up. You start seeing all this uh, blue, kind of like faded blue line right here. So what I did was uh, because uh, once again, this music is inspired by the 80s. So it's all drum machine. The machine is like prevalent for the era. But I don't want to make it sound so like machine-like, right? I want it to sound a little bit more organic. It feels like na more natural. And now the new feature in here allows me to set this velocity where like even though I draw all my notes in the same velocity, but and then I can actually just select this particular notes. And then I can just by clicking Command, and then I can actually drag this. And what it, do, it does is actually it gives you like a little bit of a randomis, randomized value for this. So now I'm setting this for now. It's like anything value for the, uh, for the value between 80 to 100. So that means the velocity is not going to hit like in the same exact velocity all the time, which give you kind of like a machine gun effect, you know, like that, 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 like that. Now it's kind of like, like variety. And I think this is really great. I mean, of course, Maybe somebody might argue, but like, well, we can use the the what's it called the groove template in there to make it sounds more natural. True, but once again, you know, this is um, my music is inspired by the '80s, so it's really drum machine. It's really machine-like in that era, but at the same time, I want to give it like a, a bit of like a, a organic feel to it. And this is a godsend. So this feature is a complete godsend because it just gives it a nicer feeling. Yeah. So that's another cool feature. And then while we're on this clip view, uh, here's another thing that, and I think Ben already covered this too, but that's okay. Uh, so I'm one of those musicians that I would call myself a musician because I'm more like a producer. I'm really good at putting things together, but I'm not necessarily a proficient at any particular music instruments. I mean, yes, I can play piano at home. Don't put me on stage as a piano because oh God, you guys don't want to see that. You know, but even then, when I'm in a studio, um, actually, a lot of times I wrote my songs mobile. You know, a lot of a lot of times I get inspiration when I'm like on the road. So I'm the kind of musician that would rather kind of like I'm a lot more comfortable with drawing my notes instead of playing it, especially when on the road. I hate playing using like the keyboard from your MacBook. Right. So I'm just I, I prefer to draw. And by having this new feature scale in here, which is my song is on A minor, which is usually just tips, you know, for all of you guys who's starting. Since uh, 
my music theory is not music theory is not the strongest part of of me back then. So usually I just write my music either on A minor or or C major, which is basically it's a guarantee. It's always going to be the white note, white keys. <laughs> you know that just makes your life easier, right? But so so in here, what I did is like I just put scale, turn it on, set my scale to A minor, and then when you do that, right here, if you can see, you will see all this blue highlighted lanes, and those are basically all the notes that's available in that particular scale. And then when you click this fold scale, then like what Ben say, all you see is now you can actually draw any notes that you want in here. And it's always going to be on key. And this is like complete godsend for people that is like maybe feels like uh, music theory is not their strongest thing. I'm not saying, you, yeah, but I'm not saying that you should not learn because you <laughs> definitely need to learn because it will make your music career, uh, your music journey better in the long run. Yeah, but this always, at least this will get you started without getting really, really frustrated. Because I mean, like coming from me, that's what I experienced, you know, when I started, I came from a DJ background. I don't know my skills. I used to write music that the only thing that I know is like, at least I know when notes don't belong in a particular scale, I can tell. So I don't make that mistakes, but it doesn't mean that I'm like 100% always correct, of course. Yeah, so... So this is another cool feature in here, and then there are a bunch of other features. But let's take a look at the next one. Uh, in this particular part, is let's take a look at my bridge section because my bridge section is actually where most of the things that's going on with with Life Eleven is happening. Yeah. So so this let's take a listen to it real quick, it, just as a refresher. Uh, Okay, so that's the bridge section. So in this part, uh, like I said, remember I, I was saying that like earlier, I started this project with Life 10, right? So um, so there are a lot of parts that I ended up just changing last minute. And since the song, basically the bulk of the song was already done. So I just ended up putting most of the new feature in this section. So let's take a look at Track number five right here, which is my, I, I have this Reese base layer, which is just right here. If we take a look at it, basically it's just a simple wave table with EQ. Yeah. So uh, most likely what's great about this uh, wave table in Life 11, now it supports MPE. So let's take a listen to this. And this is what I did with my baseline. Let's take a look at what actually did with here. Oh, yeah. For those that don't know, MPE actually stands for MIDI Polyphonic Expression. So what it does is actually before, uh, just a quick explanation. If you're playing MIDI, just a simple MIDI, you have a chord. And then you want to, let's say you want to pitch bend it. What it means is like it's going to pitch bend all three notes at once. With MIDI MPE, now you can actually pitch bend each note individually 
and each each uh, each node can have different expression value. So, for example, let's take a look at this here. Uh, this sub priest, uh, call it that. Let's take a listen to it. Okay, if you take a look at it uh, right now, you see like there is like some kind of modulation in this Reese base, but that modulation is not coming from automation, but instead that's coming from, if you take a look at the wavetable, that is MPE right here. And that modulation is actually coming for, let's take a look at this so you can see what's actually happening in here. So you see there's a modulation on the, uh, on the wavetable position and also on the filter, yeah. But that's not being controlled by any kind of automation that I did, but instead it was being controlled by pressure that I played on my push to when I was doing this bass. Something simple, but I think instead of doing an automation that's just kind of like, once again, it feels robotic and yet it just feels more organic because the pressure that I apply it's just like uh, that modulation, all this modulation, the movement that happens in this re-space is coming from the pressure that I apply on my push too. Yeah, so this is a, this is actually one of the big new feature on, on Life 11, which is MPE, you know, because a lot of people has been asking for it. And if uh, now you can actually take advantage of your MPE capable controller, if you have one, one of them is uh, the one that's like a super trendy at this moment is the Rolly controller, the Rolly Seaboard or Rolly Block. Yeah, prior to that, mo most likely you only can use uh, their own software, but now you can actually use a uh, wavetable. And of course, uh, you can also use your favorite third party uh, synthesizer like Serum, which I'm sure a lot of you guys are actually using. And also, Techman is another one that supports. I think there is a bunch of that I'm sure is going to be supporting, supporting MPE. So that's MPE in here. Of course, like I said, it's like it's not really overly complicated because this is kind of like a last minute addition to my track. And then uh, let's take a look. And this bridge is on my track number eighteen. Track eighteen, which is hold on, let me undo this mouse solo. So uh, right here. So I put this brass cord, right? So let's take a look at it right here. So if I open this track, there is this new effect from Life 11, which is called Spectral Resonator. Yeah. And let's take a listen to it without it, without the Spectral Resonator. This is what it sounds like. Yeah. Just sounds like that. And then let's turn it on. Okay, most likely you guys probably think, well, it sounds kind of the same. It sounds a bit similar because I'm just doing like a really subtle thing in here, right? Because if you notice in here, my dry wet is set to about 50%, which means I have uh, the dry signal, which is the original with the resonator in here. 
at about 50% and then the resonator is about 50%. But let's take a listen to it when I put it completely wet and then we can slowly fade it, bringing in the dry signal. And then let's listen to it without Okay, so essentially what I just did with the spectral resonator is quite simple. Uh, spec well, spectral resonator is actually one of my favorite device because uh, it's kind of, it's an audio effect, but it kind of works like an instrument. Uh, and the way it works is similar to how vocoder works where, but the only difference is an, in vocoder, you need the carry, carry, carrier signal. So what it means is like, let's say I'm singing, I need to have a, another uh, synthesizer that play the same thing that I'm singing or not if I want to completely change it. And then the vocoder will take the signal that comes from the synthesizer with the MIDI and everything. And here, what it does is actually, I only need a MIDI, a MIDI note. And this MIDI note is coming from the track underneath it, which is the brass chord right here. So if you, uh, you're wondering why it sounds really similar because now it's actually playing the same progression. The only So it's playing the same chord. But the difference that I did was actually, I set this into polyphonic because I want this to be coming from a chord. And then I set the transpose to be a fifth above, which is seven semitone. So it gives you kind of like a, a fifth note in there. And then this whole part, you can always play around with, with uh, to your, uh, adjust it up to your taste. So I'm not gonna go deep into it. You guys should explore it later on. And then the only thing that it is adding like, unison so now i have two voices playing at the same time to give it like an uh, additional width so when i did that it just uh, and i only have that automated to be on only on the bridge because the whole section on the bridge is like completely different i just want it to be huge and big and uh, i was really inspired by like some worship music i don't know why i brought that up <laughs> in there you know but i always thought that, like worship music oh they're really good at like making things sounds grand and big you know so I'm just going to incorporate it in here. So that's what I did. So that's why I make this just kind of like for that particular part, you know, and, and this is really great because, uh, one of one, one of my favorite application to this is actually have a drum beat, do some MIDI, throw it in here. And you actually can create a patch out of your drum beats, just route it out into a different thing, uh, into a different audio track. And it just, uh, it's really, really cool. But I just didn't get a chance to do it on this particular song because like I said, the song is basically done. Yeah. So Spectral Resonator, that's a, a great one that I like. Yeah, uh, the new feature. And then uh, let's take a look at my track number 22 right here. Uh, hold on. Track number 22, which is, uh, it's a brass synth. The only thing that I did was like last minute, I thought, you know what? I'm just gonna add this one part, this pitch loop 89 which is this really cool delay. It creates a bit of delay. I don't really know what it is actually. If you guys are interested on what this is, you guys can click this question mark later on and they have like, it'll open a link into a whole page article that explains where uh, Robert Hankey, who's the designer of Pitch Loop 89, was inspired from and everything. You know, if you're really into that kind of thing, then feel free to do it. When I, 
I thought it was interesting. I click open and then I saw how long it is it takes for me to read it. And I said, you know what, forget it. <laughs> I'm not going to go there. <laughs> At least that's for me. Yeah, but if you're interested, feel free. Just click on that question mark. It'll take you there. Uh, but it's uh, what I like about this is like, because it gives you like a really, really nice, interesting texture. So let's take a listen to this one particular part without the speech loop. And then... This is a simple, simple sound, right? I don't know where that feedback coming from, but yeah, it's probably. Oh, let's turn it this on, and then let, I'm gonna see how this sounds here yeah, with this. Okay, so if you listen to it with this, this gives like kind of like a glitchy thing on the background. If you listen to it on solo, it sounds kind of like really weird. Like, what does that do? But but if you put it in a context, hold on. So basically, it's like it's a subtle thing that's going on in the background, but it just adds things that's kind of like going on. Yeah, as if, as if it's like improvising with you, like having an ad lib. Yeah, exactly. Uh, motive. Yeah, and instead of having like kind of like static thing, you know, because you know, I thought when I was doing this, and I saw what if you look at what actually the whole theme of like Ableton Live Eleven, I thought they're really big in like the whole randomization and like chance and probability and things. Right. Like that. Yeah. I think this is a great way to apply that into a song that's like structured. You know, like for the longest time, I always think that like Ableton is more like this is for techno, and like because it seems to be all the demo is like techno, right? That's what you see. But when I see this, I was kind of like, wow, that's just kind of give it like a more organic feel to it. So I just love how this thing does. Yeah. So that's the pitch loop 69. And then here's the last take that I think is great. It's actually the hybrid reverb. But Shafiq already spent like a whole 20 minutes on it on its own. So I'm not going to go deep into it. So it's just okay. the same thing. Just the same thing. I'm just going on this, uh, on this bridge because once again, uh, I just want to change the feeling, right? So I went with like, I want to make everything sounds grand uh, and big. So what I did was uh, for this particular part, let's go into my drums right here. Yeah, right here. I have a drum bus right here, which is basically all my drums being grouped together. So I just create this like parallel effect of a, of a reverb. And then, uh, and it's that, that effect is just on in the 
in the bridge section. Just I just want to make it sounds big and grand, you know. So let's take a look at this. Well, I mean, like, I didn't do anything particular with this reverb other than just, uh, you know what? I'm just going to find the best preset that works for that particular purpose that I want. And this modulated cinematic space seems to work really well. So... So that's what I did with this part. And then another thing that I did was like, since this is a 80s inspired, so um, I went with the whole Phil Collins gated kind of like snare. So what I did is I have my snare. And then in here, let's take a look at the routing. And then I put, I send this into my reverb track right here, which is right here, hybrid reverb. And then uh, I set the pretty long decay for it. And then EQ the reverb. And then all I did was gate, sidechain gate it to the snare again. So it sounds like this. Well, maybe I can, I don't, I shouldn't be doing it on, on the bridge because uh, that's running together with the river from the bridge. So let's take a look at it right here. So you notice it's like it's I have like gated eighty skated sound. And I'm not the only thing I did was I just uh, basically go with the algor algorithm uh reverb and then go with the tights algorithm and then just playing around with the setting and then just get it like that. And the key, just like what Shafiq was saying, you, uh, you want to create like a gated uh, 80s style gated reverb. The key is on the pre-delay. I set it at 116. So it almost feels like a slap delay. And that's if you want to create like authentic 80s gated reverb. So that's basically all the stuff in Life 11 that I incorporate in this particular track, guys. Thanks. Thank you so much, Lawrence. Yeah. Great. Thank wow, you. Thanks, wow. Lawrence. So this is a real-life example of how Live 11 is being used in yep. a recorded track which has already been released and if you can catch it. And already we've got a couple of questions which we'll be able to take in the last uh, probably about few minutes uh, before we wrap up. Um uh, because we don't want to outstay our welcome here, but thank you so much for, you know, again, we got so enthusiastic that we uh, overshot, but we've got great questions here, like um, something about a hi-hat. So DJ Soy says, just saw the audio files for your live hi-hats. How do you record the left-right channels at different intensities? Oh, that one? Uh, that one is actually, I didn't record it. That's coming from Easy Drummer, and I just, <laughs> I just uh, flattened it. So yeah, okay, but if uh, I, I guess if you want it to be on a different velocity, what usually what we do is we actually record it with two different mic, then that's taking the room. So it's kind of like stereo, and then when you're panning it left and right, that's usually the trick that we do in 
when we record it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Thanks, Lawrence. Uh, this question, the next question, I think goes to all of us. How to get Ableton Live 11 for free? Okay. Very simple. Buy Ableton Live 10 now. <laughs> Buy Ableton Live 10 now yeah. and you'll get Ableton Live 11 for free. You're right. And so you just get in contact with the good people from City Music. They've got great promotion on Ableton Live now, Ableton Live 10, and then you'll get your Ableton Live 11 for free. And they've got great promotions on the Ableton Push. The Push 2, as Lawrence pointed out, is now has got MPE. That's amazing. That means if you press down three notes, but one of your fingers presses down more than the others, the that note gets louder. Yeah. And you can press it down and you can have vibrato on like one of the notes instead or two of the notes instead of all three. I think that's a really amazing thing for expressivity. It's going to open up a whole new way of performance and playing for the, and especially as more MPE controllers come onto the market. Right. So, and great promotions coming up on this as well. Um, oh, Nicholas Jalat bought too early. Buy another one. Um, oh, you bought the, if you bought the push, the push to the upgrade is being done by firmware. Yep. So your push to which you have now is, is readable. Anybody calling you? That's my wife, guys. Oh, Okay, so um, checking on me whether I'm at work or not. Yeah, okay. <laughs> it's okay. At least she didn't tell you to. Uh, you didn't take out the trash or something. Uh, <laughs> it's a family show, guys. So uh, yeah. Any other questions? That actually, yeah. what's your? If you had to choose one or two favorite features of Live Eleven right now, guys, what do you think would be your favorite feature? I mean, other than what you've shown today, uh, what really stands out to you? I mean, some of it is like really practical things. Lawrence, <clears throat> what you showed with the CPU meter, I mean, that is has been that is one of those things that can drive you crazy if you don't have it, yeah. right? Now that we have it, they suddenly, oh yeah, now I know which track is, especially when we have a lot of third-party plugins, you know which track is the one that's... Back right, then, you always have to mute every track and then check on the CPU, like which one is taking yeah. a toll. And like, yeah, exactly. ah, Imagine luck. if you've got 100 tracks, you have no idea which MIDI or which plugins that been... Yeah, exactly. You know, taking all your CPU. Yeah, like, that's, with me, my that's favorite now is basically anything that... It's more like a workflow every, every, for the workflow improvement. You know, like uh, Nicholas here, say comping. I think comping is great and it's not just for comping vocal, but... Uh, but like I've experimented with like just dropping different beat, different breaks in each of the comping lane and just like randomly just playing around and you can create like really interesting glitchy beats from that, you know. So I think that's a real good creative tools. Uh, For those who don't know what comping is, this is what comping, I'm going to share my screen, right? If you have comping on, then you will find that I can, let's say I guess loop this section. Let's see. Uh, I'm going to try and play some... Um, I'm going to try anyhow play some EP let's see uh, and I'm going to play it wrong right so I'm going to have to do multiple takes <laughs> intentionally play it wrong my second run
my third run. So I have actually have three times to try and play it until I get it right. And then now, okay, I think I think I managed to get the first part right for the third take. So I'm gonna choose this much. Then I think the my my first run, the second part was okay. Then I'm gonna choose this one. And then I think I choose this one. So combine, I think this is what it should sound like. Uh, and so, then when to check out the main track, it will show you all the different takes. This is the main track, yeah. yeah. It's automatically been automatically selecting. Yeah. And you can do this for recording vocal as well. Yep. So this is comping. Thanks, Nicholas, for, for for reminding us about comping. How can we forget comping? And <laughs> I think that as we have more of the Ableton User Group Singapore sessions, we are really going to invite more of you, the members, to be sharing what you like, what you've been doing, what you've been trying out. Because, it's, I mean, you don't just want to see Shafiq and me, right? Yes. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> no, it's not. not, not because there's such a great community we see. Uh, uh, well, look at that. DJ Soy says, I like Spectral Resonator. Makes you sound like a robot. Mm. Um, I see uh, Logendran says, I like the comping scale linked track editing and MPE. Yep. Uh, scale is my favorite. Because I can play the keys. <laughs> but then, true story, I can play the keys. Okay. Uh, push 2 is only my main instrument because of the scale function. So I can make music uh, confidently. But then now, like, without the controller, I can just draw all the notes and everything will be on scale. So, finally. Excellent. So, yeah. There's a lot for everybody. Um, so, you know, we could stay on for another, you know, three or four hours, but then, uh, let no, no, let's not do that. Uh, <laughs> thank you all for coming on. Um, if you need to reach us, uh, yeah, they, post, let's post our links inside the... I think Jay's already put up all the links there. Yeah, all the links are there. Yeah, I put so up much. my link to, to, if you want to, my, my teaching links and my, and my artist links inside the... See, Ben prepared that while Lawrence is talking. See, well prepared. Nice. <laughs> That's the way, man. Uh, so, go ahead and, and tap in your, your contacts. Uh, so, must appetize lah. Yeah, and also, luck. thanks to City Music. You guys are really yep. glad to be here. And we 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 never look this good, you know. Huh? Yeah. I look really... So uh, got like can, I do, can I do a real quick self-promotion for my music? Yes, yes. Go ahead, man. Okay. Uh, just uh, check out, uh, don't forget to check out my, I have, there are two artists of, uh, which is me in Spotify. There is one Lawrence Philip, which is there is only one one Lawrence Philip in the whole Spotify, surprisingly. <laughs> and, I and like then, that, man. Yeah. And then, and then the, another one is random, but this particular random makes drum and bass. So if you find another random that's not drum and bass, that's not me. Okay, that's all. <laughs> Thank you, Lawrence. Like, check out this stuff. His that's new drum and bass, the new drum and bass track by Random is really good. Yeah, you got to check it out. Go and click on the links. So, I that just leaves us to thank Ying Long. Thank you very much, Ying Long. My oh my. Oh, unmuted. Yeah. All right. 
Well, my oh my, wow, what an insightful and powerful session of uh, our Ableton trainer training. I mean, sharing what, what, uh, how powerful this uh, new Ableton 11 is. Uh, I'm actually very excited, actually. I can't wait. I was actually just, just texting uh, uh, Sean uh, from Ableton. When is it going to be released? So <laughs> he, he doesn't want to, he just, he just blue take me and, and you now we just have to wait. You know why? <laughs> but it, it's 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 very powerful it's so clever um i think the ai insight makes makes a, a whole lot easier for uh music producers or, or even live djs to uh, basically making music producing music or performing music live to a a, a new level um i think uh it's 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 very exciting times you know so i Thank you guys for joining us today. Um, you know, thank you for our special guests, Ben, Shafiq, Lawrence. Please follow them. Please, uh, uh, the, their, their handles are all in, in, in the chat group. So please follow them. And also do reach out to them because um, you want to learn how to uh, use Ableton um, in, in, in more. Um, you know, I, I even just this session, I learned quite a lot of things. And I'm going to go back and, and just try and goof around and while waiting for 11 to come out. You know, um, yeah, so uh, a little bit of uh, a preview of what's going to happen next week. We're going to continue our series of live streams because it's NAM show mm. next week. So we're going to have a lot of new products. Our team, uh, City Boys here, they will be actually sharing uh, daily, um, you know, for all the brands that we represent here, different uh, products, uh, different, uh, you know, like Quark, Fox, Zoom, and all the other brands that we represent, they'll be all you know, waiting to release and showcase their new products. Um, you know, we, we had a first first preview here with Ableton here, you know, so that's, you guys had a good start. Um, next week, do follow us. So we have a lot more new products to share out. Um, and also, I think we like to take this opportunity to thank all our viewers here, our fans here, and, you know, just we like to share the great news again. We've been nominated top 100 NAM dealer. Um, I think that's 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 uh, means a lot to us. Uh, thank you for you you guys for for supporting us and making this uh, possible. Um, you know, Ableton. We're gonna have. We're still running the Ableton promotion, twenty percent on the software. Um, on the push to do check out the promotions. Visit our website, Singapore City Music. Um, .com.sg in Malaysia, ckmusic.com.my. Um, and um, any last words, our Ableton trainers? I don't know. For me, just <laughs> just wait for live and you guys better purchase live with City Music and claim that 20% off. So we are really looking forward to getting back into the swing of uh, Ableton User Group Singapore and yes. as well as yes. with Daka and with KL. Shout out to you guys <clears throat> and all of uh, friends who are joining us from Hong Kong, from the US, yeah. from uh, Malaysia. Chicago, Malaysia, everywhere. Yeah. So glad to see you. Remember to like and subscribe. Click that notification bell, smash that bell, and we'll see you next time. Thanks. That, that was my line. Oh. <laughs> Thank you, Ben. <laughs> All right. So stay safe, everyone. Have a good weekend, and uh, we'll see you again soon. Thank you, guys. Bye -bye. Signing out. Bye bye.